This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 13, What Life Coaching Is, Why I Decided to Become a Life Coach, and the Difference Coaching Has Made in My Own Life. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to the podcast today, everybody, on this fabulous Monday morning. I am so grateful that you are all here to listen to me talk once again. Um, It is finally fall here in Missouri. I cannot tell you how welcome this is to me. We've kind of had a bipolar fall, in my opinion. It just couldn't make up its mind if it wanted to be summer still or if it wanted to cool off. On Saturday, we took our kids to a corn maze and a farm that's here and it was over 90 degrees it was miserable and I just do not like the heat it was just not a pleasant experience even the kids were wilting I think kids sometimes are really resilient and can really cope with heat much better than us adults can but they were even totally done so it was a little bit overwhelming and I was so glad when some rain rolled in that night on Saturday night and kind of pushed all of the heat and humidity out so it is cool here and I am 100% ready for fall and everything that that brings the smells the light the yummy food and just the amazingness of this season so I hope it is fall wherever you are as well and that you are enjoying this season I am recording this podcast on Monday morning. I usually try and do it ahead of time, but some things just came up and it just didn't happen. And so I'm recording this today and my kids, my older three kids are off of school. So I've bribed them as best as I can with Netflix and paying my older daughter to take care of the baby, but you may occasionally hear them in the background. So I apologize for that, but that's just my life and how things go. So I wanted to remind you of a couple of things that I feel I haven't really done a great job of talking about here on the podcast. One is I want to make sure that you have the opportunity and make sure that you listen to the podcast I did with Joel Harper, which we are calling A Cup of Joel. And that was published the first Sunday in October. And our next one will be the first Sunday in November. And we're going to be recording that podcast here pretty soon so that we can get it edited and figure out exactly how we want it to be before we post it for all of you to listen to. But I wanted to make sure I gave you all the opportunity to write in comments, send me emails concerning what you liked about it, maybe what you didn't like about it, um, just thoughts for us that we could do better or um, anything you found found interesting in that podcast and just to be able to read those to Joel and have him enjoy those and just kind of answer you back on the podcast because I think that's always fun to get a response to any question you may have here on the podcast. So make sure you get those to me soon because we will be recording that in the next few days. 
and it's a great podcast. Joel's great. And so we did talk about the word of wisdom last time. And this next time in November, we are going to be talking about the United Order. And if you're anything like me, who's slightly ignorant in some of the verbiage that we use in the church, I was totally clueless what that was. But if he had said the law of consecration, then I was like, oh, I get it. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And it's going to be a great discussion. So make sure you tune in on the first Sunday of November for that. Also, hello, all of you amazing people who have written me a review on iTunes. I have three reviews now, which I know doesn't seem like a lot, but to me, that's a big deal. And I just wanted to thank whoever has left those and given me five stars. Thank you. That is so awesome. And I just want to remind anybody who hasn't left a review to hop on there and leave a review because when you leave a review, then iTunes is able to share it with so many more people and more people are able to hear what we're talking about here on the podcast. So definitely leave a review. And I thought I would just read the three reviews for you so that you have an idea of what a review looks like if you're like, I don't really know what she's asking for. So these are what they are. So to whoever Breezy4 is who wrote me my very first review unsolicited, so major fist bump to this person, she wrote or he wrote, the 8 Cal Life is a perfect lift, up, little uplift to the start of the week. I love that the episodes are between 15 and 20 minutes and focus on one area of life to ponder and focus on. Megan is very relatable and it's easy to become podcast besties. Thank you. So fun. I totally want to be your podcast bestie. Yes, for sure. Then I have Rare Bird. Love that name. So awesome. Meg has such a great perspective. Her thoughts always lift and brighten my view. She is a great companion to listen to through my household chores. XOXO. Yes, podcasts are the best to listen to while you're doing your household chores. So I totally am with you there, Rare Bird. And then Emmy Momo. I have immensely enjoyed listening to Meg at the 8 Cow Life. I enjoy her voice and the ideas she, that she shares. She has given me new ways to look at situations and strategies to deal with anxiety in everyday life. Just from her podcasts. Her messages are full of hope, love, and light. Thanks so much, Meg. Thank you, Emmy Momo. And I just think it's so hilarious that people love my voice. I never thought I had a voice for podcasting, but I've got a lot of comments about that. So I guess I do. So I found my my calling in life to do a podcast with my awesome voice, right? So thank you. Jump on over if you haven't written one. 20 is my goal by Christmas. That it would be the best Christmas present I could ever get is to get up to 20 by then. So please don't hesitate. Please don't be shy. And it only takes a couple of minutes and you can see what they are writing. And that's just what we're looking for. So jump on over there and leave your review today. Okay, so today I am going to kind of talk a little bit ad lib here. I'm not scripting this at all about life coaching, what life coaching is, why I decided to become a life coach, and what coaching has done for me in my life. 
So what is a life coach? A lot of people ask me, so life coach, that's really interesting. What is exactly a life coach? And it's sometimes hard to articulate exactly what I do, but basically what I do do and what all the coaches that went through the training with with me do and my coach has done for me is that we really help people from where they are in their life and take their life to a next level. And I was thinking of an, an analogy that I could use to kind of explain this. And I was thinking about basketball. I played basketball when I was in junior high and a little bit in high school. And you could really equate this to any sporting event that involves a ball. But I thought I'd use basketball as, it, as the example because I have some frame of reference there because I did play it. So in basketball, the whole point of basketball is to have possession of the ball. So when you have possession of the ball, then you are in a position to be able to score and get the ball through the hoop so that you can score points. And obviously, whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. So that's kind of what coaching is like. I am helping you get the ball for your life. So your life is that ball and you want to be in control of it because when you're in control of it, when you're in control of your life and the way that you think about things, then you're in such a great position to achieve the things that you want to in your life. Now, a lot of times we think that we are subject to what other people do to us in life. And what coaching really shows you is that you are free to choose to think how you want about any situation. And do you want to be a victim, the one that's having that ball, your life taken away from you all the time, and somebody else is scoring and making your life what you what they think it should be, or you're allowing them to control that for you? I don't think so. Nobody wants to be in that position. We all want to be in the driver's seat. We want to be in possession of that ball so that when we want to shoot and try and make amazing differences in our life and up-level our lives, that we're in control of doing that and that we're not handing that control over to somebody else. So in coaching, I really work on that with you in being able for you to recognize the way that you think about situations, recognize why you think that way, and then when you're ready, be able to help you change those thoughts to be more productive, to take back control of your life, and then move forward in a great way to achieve all of the things that you want to. So I don't know if that was the best analogy or I explained it the best, but just taking back control so that you are the one that can score in your life and make the difference in your own life and you're not allowing other people or circumstances or situations that you feel are out of your control make those decisions for you. I was just blown away when I first discovered coaching and what it could do for me. And I just latched onto it right away and just thought, this is amazing. And I'm just so glad that I did because it was really a blessing from my Heavenly Father to find this. So why did I become a life coach? There are many reasons I became a life coach, of course. 
the number one reason I became a life coach was because I really feel like this is what Heavenly Father wants me to be doing in my life right now. I am really always trying to do what he wants me to do. And of course, I fall severely short of that on many occasions. But I am always striving to be doing what he wants me to do. And I had been looking for something for quite some time, but it just was never a good fit for my family with being a mother to young children and still having children and just different situations that I found myself in. It just was not the right timing. In fact, right before we had our last child, my husband's company went through a round of layoffs and he was in a team of eight and three of those eight were let go right before my our youngest was born. And it was just really a wake up call that I needed to you know either up my skills in some area or further my education so if that were to happen again, that I could be in a position to help provide for our family. And so I kind of started this search in what would be a good fit for me And I was eventually led to coaching and it just really fell into place. And I know that this is where Heavenly Father wants me to be. And it kind of fits a lot of other areas that I've wanted to focus on in my life and encompasses all of them. And I'm so grateful for that because it also lets me dictate my own schedule and I can do it um, at my own pace and really work it around my family's needs. Heavenly Father prompting me to do this and telling me that this was the path is definitely the number one reason I am doing this, and I am very grateful for that. The second reason I'm doing it is because I have a deep love and belief in the LDS women. I've been coaching now for about a month, and I have several clients who are not LDS, and they're just amazing people. Everybody is so amazing, and I've learned so much from them. But I have this drive to really help the LDS women take their lives and the knowledge that they have to a whole new level. And I had been kind of talking about doing a podcast called The Eight Cow Life before I ever found coaching. And so once I found coaching and I've made some decisions, which I haven't announced here yet, which I will shortly, but it's kind of freed me up in this area of the podcast to kind of make it more what I want, but also integrate coaching. And so I'm just hoping that what I share with all of you really helps you. And I think that the LES women are really on the cusp of making huge differences in the world. And I think they already do, but I think it's gonna grow even more. And so I want to help women really discover that in their life, like what they're supposed to do and the difference that they're supposed to make in the world. And coaching is definitely a way of helping them do that. Third, this really kind of ties with number two, is that I feel that the the model that we use in coaching and the tools that I help people use really are gospel-centered. And that really was what kind of clinched me to be able to do this was that I felt like it gave me an avenue to really grow in the gospel more and apply all of those wonderful teachings and really kind of break it down a little bit more simply for me and make me realize that 
oh my gosh, this is so the gospel and the way that we, what we teach in coaching is the gospel. And it's just amazing. I just hope you guys can see that and that it also is amazing in your own life. And it has just made such a difference in my own life. So anyway, totally unscripted. So I'm probably repeating myself a little bit, but yeah, it's, it's just so cool how the gospel fits in here. And I feel like this is just a tool to help us live the gospel better. All right. So the differences that coaching have made in my life, I have to tell you, it has made me a better mother. And I firmly believe that being a mother is my number one calling in life. And so I've been very hesitant to do anything outside of the home because I didn't want to take away from my children and from my role here. But over the course of being a mother, I've realized that I had other interests and other skills that my Heavenly Father has given me. And when I found coaching, it kind of all clicked and came together that, yes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And because I recognize that as a gift from my Heavenly Father, I've recognized that it has made me more appreciative of my role as a mother. And I enjoy my children immensely more because of the way that I think about them and that role. And coaching has really done that for me. And it's also really helped me to reach out and be able to view people differently and what my role is to them and that I can choose to think however I want about anyone or any situation, but it all goes back to the gospel too, that really I'm just supposed to love them and that I get to choose to love them no matter what they do, no matter what they say or no matter what they think, I can just love everybody. And that's another major aspect of coaching and the big difference that it has made in my life. And so now when maybe something makes me upset, I just recognize that, that it's making me upset, that I'm choosing to feel that way. And that I'm able to kind of just process that emotion. We talk a lot about that in coaching, just being able to feel the emotion, not fight it. And then I'm able to let it go. And I'm able then to introduce love back into my life and be able to just step back and be like, no, my only job is to love them. I don't have to change them. I don't have them to have them act any differently for me to love them. I can just love them because they are a son or daughter of our heavenly father. And so it's helped me immensely as a mother. And of course, I fall so short so many times. I don't do it perfectly. Just ask this weekend. I had a child who was pushing all of my buttons and I was totally letting them do that. And that was not their fault. I can now look at that and go, that's not them. That's totally me. That's totally me. And I am choosing to feel this way. And... And then I know that I have the ability to change that and the ability to just love them for who they are. So I'm not perfect, certainly not perfect, and I'm learning all the time, but it has just given me some added direction that I needed in my life. So I know I have a really firm belief that coaching can do this for everybody, and it kind of takes a little bit of a brain shift, but that's okay. I think that's a good thing. And 
I, when we were at the, um, when I was at the coaching school, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, there was like 15 of us there that were LDS. And we all commented, like, we all felt so inspired to be there. And so I just feel like Heavenly Father is ready for the women of the church to just take their lives to a much higher level than we've been. I think we've been doing awesome, but I'm so excited to see where we're going to go. And there are so many, those women were amazing that were there, all have firm and unbelievable testimonies of the gospel. And they're all striving to do what's right for their, with in regards to what Heavenly Father wants them to do. And so I am just so excited to see where this goes and all the people that were able to help with it. So that brings me to that I want you to sign up for a mini session. A mini session with me, this is what it is. It's 15 to 20 minutes, usually 20 minutes to a half an hour. That's usually what it ends up being where we just kind of get to know each other a little bit. You give me one problem that you're having in your life and we kind of take you through what it would be like to be coached on that. And you get to go away with a whole new perspective on a situation in your life. So if you're struggling with say a child that's giving you a difficulty or you're struggling with an issue with your husband or you're struggling with how where to go next in your life or any other problem that you have, bring it to a mini session with me because it's free, hello, and then we will take it and I will walk you through the steps and you will leave hopefully with a new perspective of how you can handle that situation better. So if you want to sign up for a mini session, make sure to email me at meg, M-E-G, at the acowlife.com. All right. I think my children are starting to self-destruct. So, or at least my little one, he's yelling, throwing things. I can hear it out there. So I am going to check out of my coaching role and back into motherhood. And I'm going to go enjoy this beautiful day with my children. And I hope you all have a beautiful day wherever you are, whether you have children or not, whether you're an empty nester, whether you're single, wherever life finds you, I hope you have a fabulous day and in an even more fabulous week. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.